Hello and welcome to Courageous and Free. I'm your host, Jacqueline Mack, Clarity Coach, Rapid BS Clearer, and Wealth Activator. I'm also a retired high-ticket sales specialist, corporate trainer, and speaker. Now, I have designed this podcast for busy moms and dads, business owners, entrepreneurs, and corporate executives that are just like you. A tool to efficiently and effectively get clear on what fulfillment, purpose, and confidence means to you, as well as clear away all the BS to not only increase confidence and clarity rather easily, but transforming into the happiest and wealthiest version of you, which is living your dreams like a boss consistently. My genius and superpower is helping successful high performers create new boundaries and beliefs to lead them back to their truest desires, whether it's escaping the nine to five or falling back in love with it. I help people live their dreams like a boss with inspiration, the expectation of success, and the fearlessness to show up in their truth confidently while operating only from their zone of genius with ease, without apologies and no shame for wanting it all and actually consistently living and receiving it all with grace and ease. If you are sick and tired of the hamster wheel to nowhere, are stuck in the guilt of wanting more, scared to commit, too freaked out to quit, have fears about failing, are constantly stuck in old ways of being and doing life, and yet know, like really know you were meant to have, be, do, and experience so much more, yet confused on the how, not sure who, not sure where to start when it comes to making the necessary shifts without freaking out feeling like a failure or giving up on your dreams, then this podcast is for you. So are you ready to live your truth, live a fulfilling life for the first time, or up-level your success? Then what are you waiting for? Let's go. Today I'm talking about home and fulfillment and why this is important. When we think about our environment of home, the people who are coming in and out of our homes, and what that is in relation to fulfillment and the energetics of that too. And it really hit me pretty, I not say hard, but like deeper this visit back home. And I think it's because my children are finally at an age where they're much more independent and um, self-sufficient. So I'm not hovering over like a hawk mom, <laughs> making sure something isn't happening because the homes we're visiting of loved ones maybe aren't baby proofed as well as they had been in the past, because a lot of these homes uh, that I was raised in um, were through older adult time periods. So teenager and above. So going back home, how fulfillment um, is activated at a very young age, that sense of familiarness, that sense of belonging and I believe it's our life's purpose to continue to allow ourselves to evolve, not only um, our desires, but what defines true fulfillment as an individual, as a productive citizen of society, right? So today, I really want to talk about home in relation to fulfillment, because when I'm working with my clients, I'm finding a lot of people are very successful and yet lack the fulfillment side. So I'm very, very good at helping people attain next level success, next level time freedom, next level money freedom. And also the yes and of having all of that 
and the fulfillment too. This is the have your cake and eat it too and enjoy it and not be worrying or having self-doubt around anything else that could be activated by those things. So we hop into this today. I believe that when we think about going back home, at least for me, I have a profound experience of my home um, or my hometown and what is activated as a result of this. Because the home, which is really just a place that we grew up, like we maybe didn't pick our home, right? Our parents picked a home and the, the energy of the home and the discussions in the home and the way people behaved in the home um, could be radically and will be radically different for all of us, even if we have similar traits and values and beliefs from our parents that stem down from the home environment we were placed in. And um, I remember as a teenager that I could not wait to grow up and move out. And it wasn't that it was a bad situation, a lot of comfort in the home, but it was just like, how can I gain my independence and move on and experience more? Because this was a small town and it was a farm town. And at least that was my story, right? And being moved around and living most of my teen life and young life, adult life from my, my mama's house. Um, creates this really sacred place that I call now still my hometown. Um, And when I go back, quote unquote, home, because now as an adult in my 40s, my home is my home is where my my family and my children live, right? But it really is truly what I believe is home is where the heart is, right? Home is where um, when you think about where we come from and what we're building these values on, like you can move around, especially military brats, right? They move around and around and around and around and they're creating a home and a house every few years, sometimes every few months. And what does that mean for them? So looking, looking forward to going back home and yet still feeling no need to move back there, obviously, but keep moving forward with where my fulfillment and my desires are and releasing any guilt. Cause I, I hear that constantly. Oh, don't you want to move back here? And don't you want to be here? I'm like, yeah, I love to visit. I love having the abundance and overflow to just be able to visit anytime I want to, when I want to, um, especially when I'm savoring those connections and I'm savoring those, the foods that we make um, from our childhood or even the new foods that we're sharing. When I'm savoring the smells of the morning, dewy, crisp air, when I'm savoring those, those connections and the touch of, a, of an embrace or a hug or holding some a loved one's hand, whether it's a little child or niece or nephew or uh, my grandmother who's in her 80s. And I know for many, my experience could be radically different than from yours. Um, I know for many that maybe going back home doesn't even exist or is something that people don't want to do, right? Because it didn't have that warm, familiar vibe. And if I, if you are that person, then I pray if you're listening to this episode, that this episode allows you to see other ways, other possibilities to create that safe space, to create a home in air quotes, no matter where you are physically, and during any time of your life's magnificent journey. So revisiting a hometown. So if I reflect back, (laughs) 11 years I spent in Asheville, Ohio. This was from my birth to fifth grade. Um, And honestly, I had to think about this when I was writing out my notes for this podcast. I have not visited Asheville, Ohio for 31 years to date. Never had the desire to go back. 
Now, Pataskla, Ohio, which is an interesting little place on the map, <laughs> basically just outside of Columbus, Ohio, um, there's a little town called Pickerington, Ohio, and then another small town called Baltimore, Ohio. And Baltimore, Ohio is just known for its stinky paper mill, as my husband will tell you over and over again. And that is not what I remember from that town. Yes, it is a, a very famous piece of that town. Uh, when driving through, you can't miss it. But the fact that my address said Baltimore, Ohio, so I guess I'm, my hometown is Baltimore, Ohio, but I went to school in with um, from Pataskla, Ohio, but yet across the street was Pickerington, Ohio. So I did all my shopping. I worked at Bob Evans in Pickerington, Ohio. I uh, went to the movie theater in Pickerington, Ohio. I did shopping in Pickerington, Ohio. So it's interesting how I like lived in like the spot of like three towns merged together, but it's, that's how it is in Ohio because there's a lot of farm towns and a lot of universities. I think that overtakes the whole state or at least did back in the time that I lived there. Um, so I spent most of my adult age just outside of Columbus, Ohio from 11 to 18. And then my early adult age, 18 to 22, um, if I wasn't studying abroad those summers in those places. So I share my personal antidotes of returning to home because I, I really do love the emotions that it evokes. And I really do love savoring the tastes, the smells. Um, the community, the nostalgia, the memories, the, the pieces that just flood back in as soon as I arrive. It's that comfort, that safety, that, that warmth of the community, of that familiarness that just lights me up, right? And there's, there's no expectations, but yet there are expectations, right? Meaning the, the lack of expectations of just come as you are. But yet there are so many times and people from our past that we haven't seen for years or decades that do expect you to come as you are, but they come as you are as they remember you because they haven't seen you. And as we know, we're evolving. And if you follow me for this, for these episodes and the time that you have been following me, or if you go back and listen to some of these podcasts, like I'm all about uh, helping people evolve and break through to their next level potential and possibility and start living that out. So if you think about the psychological impact of returning home to that familiar surrounding, seeing those familiar faces, going back home will radically uh, activate profound feelings, profound memories, right? And these activations will range from multiple of emotions and will also activate a cognitive processes that will influence even your mental state of how you even behave when you're back home. So returning home can prompt a period of self-reflection, which this one did immensely. Um, and it allows individuals like myself to assess how I've changed, how I've evolved, how I stayed the same. And revisiting my hometown also involves revisiting my past self. And it can be a catalyst for personal growth. There's a lot of people that do pilgrimages to go back home and go through the, the process of just unfolding or peeling back the layers and understanding. It's not required, but it does help. And it, it really does activate all the senses. So I go back to, again, reminding you 
when you're going back home, if you're not a frequent visitor going back home to your hometowns, um, that if you haven't seen people for a long time, for many years, I'm saying many years, because it could be decades, right? They may expect an old version of you. And so if they're expecting that old version of you, just be aware and play in the space of curiosity and playfulness. It doesn't have to be like super, like I got to acknowledge, I got to aware, I got to check the box and do this process. It's just understanding that's just the way that it is. And it's a subconscious thing. It's not necessarily something that the other person is even aware of. So feeling the sense of a belonging and a connectedness to our roots and our past experience also has that anchor of emotional reconnection. This again can lead to a sense of comfort and validation and your identity and just where you came from and your value system and your roots is what we always call it. These familiar surroundings and faces often bring forth a flood of, like I said before, those nostalgic memories. And it's that bittersweet emotional state that reflects um, that longing for the past at a time when things felt secure and meaningful and carefree, that naivety is what I call it. Like, that's really what I like to play in. And revisiting those places and visiting those people from our past can evoke those vivid memories um, and a feeling of kind of being transported back in time, which is, which is always really fun. Now, I find it fascinating to acknowledge and to be present and, again, to play in the space of curiosity of giving space and grace and how the subconscious mind reacts to all types of anchors. This is anchors of location, anchors of like furniture, people, foods that activate those old emotions and the past experience and the new emotions with new experiences from the same familiar home. This was the part that like blew my mind that I was playing in the space of this last visit of old patterns, old emotions, old memories of past experiences while creating new with my new version of me, my best highest potential up into date version of me and creating that new. Now that will be an, an old experience, right? Um, so while the familiar can be comforting, it can also evoke some nervousness and some anxiousness. I have some family, well, actually only one family member that could create this for me if I allow it. And though I love her dearly, dearly, she has radically evolved and changed as well. So whether when I, if I run into her, it is what it is, but it, it does create that. And this is again, for especially those people who come from uh, a family or a childhood that stems from anxiousness, nervousness, fear, things like that returning home to a place that's associated with that can be challenging or painful and could even activate stress and apprehension, especially if there's some unresolved issues from that past that are still present because those will show up again, especially again, unresolved. So not to go deep on that part, because I don't have a lot of that, fortunately, fortunately, right? But I know many people do. Returning home can also serve as a reminder reminder of a passage of time. And again, when we think of a place of mixed emotions, of feeling included and in awe and acceptance, and also sometimes sadness, especially if we continue to return home, people will eventually start to die, right? We come into this world, we take our first breath, and we know we're going to take our last, but we don't ever really talk about it. We haven't, as a culture, really 
at least from the from the point of perspective that I have with my culture of growing up in America, have normalized talking about longevity and or death in the sense of what's happening and how it does happen, right? So when you when I think about all of this, I just re-anchor back in gratitude, to be honest. Gratitude beyond words that my grandmother is still living. Um, she's able to take care of herself and many loved ones that continue to move in and out of her home. And um, the, she's caretaking of great grandbabies and um, that aren't even babies. They're, they're kids. They're in school. They get off the bus at her house. And she lives for this. She lives for this because I know she misses her husband dearly. She misses our papa, her husband, dearly, like we all do. They were the roots and the rocks, the big rocks for our family at any time to lean in on, at any time to depend on. I've seen every single one of my aunts and uncles live in that house that I also lived in at one point. And again, going back, it just makes the psychological impact beyond just returning to familiar surroundings and faces beyond the emotions and the memories and self-reflection, but being aware and recognizing that I'm in a different season of my life and I'm bringing my own kids back to this. And now they're creating memories in my hometown. And it had me thinking more and more about the memories they're creating in our home here in Florida and how important even more than ever than before now and being intentional with what we do and how we utilize our home, how we utilize and, and create the safe space for them, for their friends, for our loved ones to visit and a familiar place to come as you are and to um, be open and authentic and vulnerable because I want our home to feel just like it is for me to go back home. Um, and not, and not just about the, the fun, silly, goofy memories, but, um, I, when I go back home, I'm a daughter, I'm a granddaughter, I'm a cousin, I'm a neighbor, I'm a friend and all walks of life visit through that home when I'm there, but I'm also a mother and a wife and a daughter-in-law. And I want all of those roles to feel just as comforting there here in my own home. And the one, my husband and I are developing and expanding because it's a house, right? It's a house and it's, it's made a home by the way we are, the energy, the conversations, the, um, the creating, the co-creating of what we do as we host gatherings and create more memories of allowing our children to have that same feeling and rootedness of the familiar in this home. Um, that they may one day return or not return to. And this is where I say this with a lump in my throat because I value so much being able to go back home. And yet I also live to travel and experience other places in this magnificent world. And now that this home may serve its needs over the next 10 to 15 years, and my husband and I may decide to move and this will no longer be a home for them to return to if that's what we desire in the next season of life, like, I don't even know, like, I, I know, like, the next five to 10 years, but like thinking 10, 15 years, I don't know yet, right? Because I always want to leave space for possibility and potentiality. But 
if that's not the case, then I do desire this home to be like my mama's home where so many could continue to come and visit for decades to come and continue to embrace their potential, embrace the possibilities of what this home could house and create for others. So enough harping on the going back home to the hometown, but I just had a lot to share because I was really reflecting on all of this and I wanted to share because I know there's a lot of uh, times where we're just kind of hustling and going through the motions of life. And it's like going home can slow down time. And this is where I want to talk about feeling even at home in your own body and how critical that is. Because when you're shifting your focus from the concept of feeling at home with yourself and feeling very comfortable there. And a lot of times when I'm working with my clients, they don't spend a lot of time with themselves. They're so busy. Their schedules are so packed. They're constantly with other people or they're sleeping. And when they're sleeping, they're with other people. Right? So the discussion of this mind-body connection and how it relates to feeling at home and that head-heart coherence and living life at that next level fulfillment and the ability to continue to explore the practices of the mindfulness, of the meditation, of the self-compassion that can help cultivate that sense of home in our bodies because we're only gifted this one body. And it's critical that we recognize this for longevity and vitality so that where we are physically in this world, we feel at home. And this is where I connected these two pieces that like blew my mind because it's always been there, but I never really sat with it at such a deep level to A, accept it and then be in gratitude of it. Because if you think about the evolution of home, if you think about, again, going back to home will forever be where your heart is. And when I say that, it's like, yeah, wherever my heart is and my daughter's hearts are, because <laughs> they, I feel like they consume a lot of my heart space, right? Um, and reflecting on how just even experiencing the idea of home has evolved over time and across cultures and society changes and virtual communities and digital spaces. It's like, whoa, because there are times I felt a sense of belonging and at home in other people's digital spaces more than I did in other homes I lived in as I was in my adulthood before I settled down with my husband. Digital spaces filled with individuals that created a safe space that wasn't physically there, but I was there in real time and it was easily accessible. And how much I felt at home being in the presence of their space, their time, their energy. And that's why I've created the Rise Up Community, which is radical, intentional self-expansion to unleash your unlimited potential. The Rise Up Community, the Rise Up Container, the Rise Up Program, my Rise Up Coaching is a sacred place, but it's a digital community and mastermind that I've been able to create the familiar for others. And I get to and get to help um, embrace and understand what that safe space continues to grow and evolve to be, not just for me, but for others to be able to show up authentically, to ask the questions, to grow and understand 
the familiarness, the comfort of the familiarness as they're breaking through and being comfortable with being uncomfortable of the familiar that's been holding them back, right? So this is where it becomes next level. And this is where it becomes, if you're looking for a breakthrough in your life's fulfillment and time freedom, money freedom, or all the above, I would love to explore this with you and go deeper on this because this is where it all connects. This is where if you want to live your dreams like the boss, if you want to live out your, your desires and your passions and take your life to next level fulfillment. And this is again, where a lot of my clients, they have the success, but they lack the fulfillment and they've created so many um, brilliant things in life, things, right? But they, it costs them their health and their relationships. Like, that doesn't feel good. It doesn't have to be that way. So I have multiple ways for us to look. Oh, hey, the real Shalmir. Oh, hi, 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 hi. Um, I, will, I will answer any questions over here as I'm recording a podcast over here. So bear with me. So I have less editing to do. But I have multiple ways, like I said, for you to have opportunities to break through um, that range from free to my one-on-one coaching. Um, and I have all of that over at my stan.store. So S-T-A-N dot store, S-T-O-R-E forward slash Jacqueline Mac coaching. Stuff is constantly shifting and filtering through there. So I say, if there's something that you're activated by that lands for you, that you're like, oh, I'd love this tool, grab it now because I change things constantly based on what the community desires and needs are at that time. doesn't mean things are gone forever. So if you see something there once and it's not there the next time, just DM me and I, I'm happy to, to get you access. Um, and like I said before, you're listening to this and it's 2023 in real time. I'm currently giving away a few activate and create calls weekly. These are normally $555. Um, once those spots are taken, it is $555. So what we do is we activate, create your vision, and um, we will go deeper on understanding what's required to begin to start to live from your vision, make decisions from your vision, and experience your dreams and desires faster than ever before, which ultimately is tapping back into next level, true fulfillment, and not just success without the fulfillment, right? Because if you're just having success without fulfillment, what is the point anyways? Now, before I leave you, remember what you are not changing, you are choosing what you're not changing, you are choosing. So if there's things in your life that you do not want to choose any longer or AKA you also want to change them, then um, you can do that any time. It's just how bad do you want to? How bad do you want to? And I'm here to support you. So until next time, sending off so much love and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. If this episode got you inspired, activated more clarity on what's blocking your desires or sparked more confidence than ever to take action toward your dreams, do me a huge favor and leave me a review. It will mean the absolute world to me and allows other busy, successful humans like you and I to find the show with ease. And it is truly the best way, not only to show your gratitude for what I am sharing, but allows me to evaluate what the future episodes should be.